Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. This is the Spicy Pecan Podcast. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Spicy Pecan Podcast. I'm very excited to have you. Um, Listen, if you're watching this on YouTube, click the like button now. You don't got to watch the whole thing for you to know that you like me. All right, look in my eyes. You like me. Click that like button. If you haven't subscribed yet, do that now. Subscribe button and the like button, you know, one in the same right there. So get that done now. Um, Thank you so much for supporting the show. Lots of current events going on. I'm just going to parse through a couple of stories and then get to, um, you know, I have a personal story that I want to share with you guys. So before we get into the current events, I just celebrated my birthday. Uh, I am whatever age, it doesn't even matter. I, man, getting older. It's such an interesting thing. It really is. It's like, I don't feel no different, but just saying the new age is like a little traumatic. Um, But I had a fantastic time. I am so blessed to have like an awesome, awesome family. So we got together, the girls of the family, we got together, we celebrated in the Poconos, we did an Airbnb, definitely recommended. It was my first time doing Airbnb. The process was very, very seamless. I thought it was going to be a lot more complicated than it was. It wasn't really affordable. We kind of all split the cost of food and the place. And um, we had a 70s theme party on the Saturday. And then we did like a nature trail hike. Um, Had a little dance party on Friday night. So it was a lot of dancing, a lot of laughing. I had a ball. Definitely recommend Airbnb for sure. Um, current events, let's get into some current events. So everyone has been talking about this young lady named Danny Lee, Danny Lee, I believe it is. She wrote a song called yellow bone. And apparently a lot of people were offended by that because they were, you know, just citing colorism and, you know, read the room, you know, and the movement that we're in, is this appropriate right now and all of that. I listened to the song. I I mean, I heard the story before I heard the song, um, kept hearing the story. So it kind of pushed me to listen to the song. Unless I'm bugging, the song was about a minute long. Okay. Or maybe that was just the video portion. I saw that portion. It was about a minute long. She ain't say really anything, didn't, didn't, like, I, I don't get it. I, I, I see, listen, colorism is a very real thing. Okay. Very real thing. And I totally get that. Um, but I just don't see how she went out of her way to offend people. I'm not seeing that part. I'm not seeing, you know, me listening to this song and being like, oh, what? What did she just? I didn't get that. The chorus was like, he wants a yellow bone or something like that. Maybe he does. Maybe he does want a yellow bone. 
Is that wrong? Is it wrong for her to be proud of her skin color? You know? It's like someone making a song about being skinny and then people who aren't skinny get all pissed off because you're proud that you're skinny. It doesn't take away from what you're, what you are. You know, unless someone specifically goes out and says, well, dark-skinned girls be acting like this. That's where we got a problem. But I didn't see that. So, damn, leave that girl alone. When light-skinned people gonna have an opportunity to say they proud of their skin? I mean, I don't care. I've always wanted darker skin. I feel like most people want what they don't have. I've always wanted my skin to be a, a lot closer to my mom's skin. My mom has a beautiful chocolate complexion. Um, I've never met anyone who said anything different when they see my mom. She's gorgeous. Um, so I grew up as that being my benchmark of beauty, you know? So it's just interesting. It's just interesting. Um, but damn, leave that girl alone. She young, she's still learning. And the song was trash anyway. What, what are we mad about? We should be yelling at her to make some better music. Um, damn, next news topic. They kick Spinderella out the movie, bro? What did she really do? I know that there was a lawsuit. I do not know all the details about it. I'm not going to sit here and act like I did research and all that. I didn't. But Spinderella was in the group from like 87 to 2019. That how do you how how you just erase and i don't i don't know i haven't seen the lifetime movie i don't know if it's out yet maybe it's coming out this weekend but how do you cut out a pivotal person like the third person of the group i don't know what lengths they went to to cut her out of the story but i just really think that that's wild that is wild to me but on the flip side, you know, it opens up a lane for her to write a memoir like she, sh like she said she's going to be doing, have her own movie. Because now we're curious. Now we're curious. So, you know, ladies, you definitely opened up a, a brand new lane for Spinderella because nobody was checking for y'all. Nobody was checking for her. Not to be rude. Just saying, yes, you're legends, but nobody was really checking for you. You know what I mean? Um, so, Spinderella movie to come soon. Shit, she might get a spinoff television show. You never know. Um, next story. Keisha Cole and Ashanti in this versus battle, baby. My gosh. This is the perfect example of the show must go on the show must go on and it must go on the way that the show was in, originally intended to go on meaning it don't matter if you broke your leg it don't matter if you bleed not your lip you dance <laughs> like you ain't never gonna dance again you sing like you about to lose your vocals you know the show must go on that's the first rule of entertainment so for Keisha Cole to get on versus with an attitude, it doesn't matter how many technical difficulties you're dealing with, when you walk onto the stage, that's a that's a brand new fresh start. Put on that. You don't see Beyonce walking around stage with a sour puss on. I've seen Beyonce's hair get caught 
in a damn fan. In a fan. Like, and she's still, uh, 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 oh, no, no. Still kicking it. Kicking it. So, I just, you know, I'm not a fan of this, like, that immaturity. Um, I, you know, I saw little clips. I didn't watch the entire thing because, again, this these are people that I wasn't really checking for. I love Ashanti. That is definitely my era, okay? I can bop to all those songs, but I really wasn't checking for that, you know? After hearing about the verses and after seeing the little clips that I did see, um, I definitely want to re-listen to Ashanti's music because it gave me a better appreciation for her again as a woman, you know, a grown woman. Because not only did she wait through whatever was Keisha Cole's technical difficulties on that Eddie Ed, what's that Teddy Riley internet connection, um, whatever was going on, pretty much everyone I've spoken to. And the articles that I read, because I really didn't have a chance, or I didn't have the time to just sit there and rewatch it like I traditionally would have, nor did I have like the actual motivation to do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, pretty much everybody is saying, you know, Ashanti shines. She just looked like, you know what? I'm a veteran. I've been in this music industry. I'm, I came here ready. I'm ready. Like, I don't know what this is doing and uh i'm just gonna smile and you know flip my hair and look cute which she did she looked gorgeous which i mean she always does but ooh, bad look keisha cole very very bad look sis yikes um the next story i want to talk about dr dre um i just wanted to give you know just a prayer everybody has their problematic past and you know i've spoken about dr dre before we all know about you know he hasn't always been like the the nicest to women in his in his life but definitely not a way that anybody should go out so i you know definitely prayers to his family i hope that you know he gets over this i know he's going through a divorce right now stress can do some crazy things to your body we actually going to talk about that in a little bit um but yeah, shout out to him. That's a living legend right there. I hope he, you know, recovers because he's still got a lot of things to do. Bro is young. You know what I mean? Like he's not in his 90s, 80s, anything like that. He's still got a lot of life to live. So shout out to that family and to him. Um, you know, I hope that he recovers quickly. Next news story. Actually, this is our last um, entertainment news story. Yo, did y'all see the gymnast? What is her name? Uh, Nia Dennis. Nia, my gosh, you know, and this is another reason why they hate us so much. This is why they hate black people, because as soon as they let us in something, we flipping it, turning it around, making it into something else. Now you got to step up your level to where I'm at. Now you got to work to catch up to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now gymnasts not only have to flip and do all this crazy extra shit, but now they need to know how to dance because Miss Nia, she killed it. I have never seen a gymnast performance anywhere even close to that. I didn't even know they really do choreography like that. This girl just really like, I feel like she changed the game unless I just have not been paying attention um, to this, you know, area of sports. I've, I've just never seen anything like this girl's performance. And 
from the buzz that it's getting, I don't think anyone else has either. And this is why they hate us. This is why they hate us. Because now these bitches got to learn how to dance. You let me in. I changed the game. I upped the ante. And now you got to catch up to me. Black excellence. It just like, you just can't, you can't take it. You know what I mean? You just can't take it away. And you can't take it when it happens. Because your mediocrity just shows. That, this, this young lady, this young lady just showed every other gymnast you better can come to play you bet to come to play because mama was not playing with you at all she snapped the hell out and if you have not seen this video please check out this video ucla gymnast dancer uh nia dennis black excellence till it to its fullest and I definitely will be paying attention to um, her career. I didn't even know anything really about gymnasts. I've seen a bunch of, you know, a bunch of different things. But um, that was dope as hell. That was dope. Um, and uh, just, ugh, I just love it. Anyway, let's get into a little bit of politics before we move on. Um, I don't know if you guys follow Amanda Seals, but I definitely recommend following her on Instagram. She is not only hilarious, but she really, really teaches. Um, she did a song about Biden's executive orders, which I highly recommend you watch. It's definitely a gag, funny as hell. But the gist of that, and it's true because, you know, I, uh, my career area where I work is in social justice. I work for a nonprofit. Um, we do a lot of social justice work. We have several campaigns, um, you know, from environmental to economic dignity to, you know, education and, and things like that. So, um, I knew this because we've been talking about it. These executive orders that Biden is, um, doing right now, it's great. It is, it's, it's definitely great. It's definitely a step. The problem is executive orders only last for the time that the person, that particular person is in office. Executive orders are not permanent. They do not stay. So we need things to be put into law. That's how you make change. We don't want to have a real cool four years and then have all of that progress wiped away. So, you know, if you're watching the news and you're hearing about these executive orders and they seem really cool and things like that, they are. But we want these things to be put into law. So just keep that in the back of your mind as you're watching these news stories um, that talk about it. It's something that if you have an opportunity where you live to push any of these agenda items, you really can call your uh, local law lawmakers. You can call your senator. And believe it or not, you might actually get on the line with them. It's not, this is not a difficult process. These people are supposed to be able to be touched. You know, they uh, they represent you. So if there's certain executive orders that um, you think are great, or you just see something um, that you just really don't like that's going on in your community or neighborhood, feel free to call them. You know what I mean? Get on a a, a, a you know, one-on-one -on -one basis with them. They should know who you are, what district you're in, you know, what what your opinion of what's happening, depending on what, 
you know, school districts, the kids, you know, are they going back to school? When are they like all of these things that are you feel like aren't fair or whatever? Kick them things up. Call the mayor, call the city council person, call the state, uh, the state, uh, you know, legislators. You can do that. So, you know, just a little tidbit. I know a lot of people, some of the things in the news, it gets a little, you know, they, they kind of talk over my head too. So anything that I learn, I just like to share. It's just worth it. Um, Trump's pardons. <laughs> Trump's pardons. I have been done with Little Wayne, but I am done with Little Wayne. The fact that that dude sold out his people so that he could get a pardon for a gun charge that he deserves to have. And you can say whatever you want in the comments. This is not his first gun charge. It is not. Okay? How many times do you need to be caught doing something, charged with it, spend jail time, do restoration money, probation, all this stuff for you to get it? You have enough money that you don't need to be giving your friends. Y'all don't need to be having illegal guns. The fuck? Like... It's so stupid. You got all this money. You can hire ex-police. You can hire current police. You can hire an actual security detail. You are not a gang member. Little Wayne's been rapping since he was 13 years old. This nigga's not a gang member. All right? He ain't down with no gang. He's getting extorted. You don't live the life. You ain't doing no drive-by. You ain't putting in no quote-unquote work. So you're being extorted. That's what's actually happening. People like Chris Brown being in the, the Crips or the Bloods. And stuff. No, you're being extorted by gang members. That's all that's happening. They're on your payroll so you could get a little bit of cred. So maybe you can walk in certain places that you wouldn't have normally been able to. So that you could feel a little bit like you got a little bit of an edge. You ain't doing nothing. You ain't robbing people. You're not doing drive-bys. You're not selling drugs. You're not in a gang. So why are you acting like you in one? It's just the corniest shit to me ever. I just find that to be so corny. There are certain people that they don't got a choice whether they're going to be in a gang or not because it's literally saturated into their community, into their neighborhoods. So they're put in a position where you have to pick a side because you're going to need backup because I live on this block, because I live in this part of town. And you just play with it. Like people like Lil Wayne, Chris Brown, these celebrities, you you just play with it and you think it's like funny or something. That shit is very annoying to me. Very, very annoying. Especially for somebody, both of them have been in, been making money since they were kids off of entertainment. And now you're trying to turn around and act like you're a part of some gang culture? You whack as hell, bro. Both of y'all. And yes, they're both musical geniuses, but you corny as fuck, in my opinion, corny. I just thought that that was so like, what do you value? Like, what's your bottom line? You'll sell out your people for something for yourself and that don't do nothing to you. That's why like certain people, Kanye West, Lil Wayne, They've become delusional in their money. They have become so far fetched, like so far away from reality that these niggas really think that like 
they're in a gang or they're now a preacher or like, go away. Just go away. Go away. Um, that was very annoying. But, you know, we can see who the coons are. Hey, we see them. I definitely won't be, I mean, it's not like I was buying Lil Wayne albums. Um, Pandora's my shit. But I definitely won't be supporting, you know, I, I just, I can't play with it. I can't, I just think that that is so fucking like clown shit. Um, okay. So that's all I got for the news, um, this week. And I feel like I definitely, <laughs> I gave it to Lil Wayne this week, but I wanted to share something with you guys because I don't get too personal on this show. I mean, I do, but you know, there's obviously there's limits. I'm an Aquarius, so there is still a, a line. But I did want to share this because I feel like it's important to share. And I feel like the more we create space to talk about these things, the less taboo or the less awkward it is. Um, I have been experiencing some pretty bad anxiety. Uh, like, and it's been happening in the mornings that I've been noticing. So pretty much every single morning, um, I have been getting these waves, these huge waves of anxiety. And I can't, I couldn't pinpoint exactly where they were coming from. If you've never experienced anxiety, the best way I can describe it to you, it's like a wave comes over you of like regret and sadness and failure. And that is literally the best way that I could describe it. It's like all of a sudden, and it does, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't really creep up. It kind of just all of a sudden, I just feel this, this huge wave of like regret and failure, like huge failure. Um, so I've been experiencing that for maybe about, I've had anxiety for a long time here and there. Um, but recently it's been about two months maybe that, you know, it's gotten pretty bad. And then the past couple of weeks I've been dry heaving, like in the shower, you know, when I'm wake up, ready to take my shower, get all my stuff and all that. I'm in the shower and I'm like gagging, you know, dry heaving. So clearly the issue has been getting, you know, worse. And I, it's crazy because I just, it's like, what could it be? If anything, I feel like I've been in a season of receiving. Things have been going my way better than I could have expected. Um, I've gotten lucky breaks. I have gotten a, a, an amazing brand new job. And if I tell you the actual story of like how I got, I think I've shared a little bit about that. But if I share the actual story of how I got the job and how everything came into play, if you didn't believe in God before, you would believe in God. Um, and it's just, I mean, I've had moments in the past couple of weeks where I've just been so grateful, just like so grateful for how things have been going for me that um, to be experiencing this at the same time is kind of crazy. So today at work, I, uh, I have this group of people at work that are like, you know, really like family. Honestly, we, we talk and it's, it's, we have these morning meetings and it's really like self-care more than it is a meeting. But I, I explained to them what was going on. And this is the first time I ever shared anything like this with them. And the very first thing 
one of them said in response was, um, I said, you know, I feel like I don't know why this is happening because I feel like everything's been going my way. You know, I've been getting so many blessings coming my way and I've been catching breaks and just like, I've been grateful. And my, uh, you know, the person that, you know, it's a couple of us, but the person that responded first said, do you feel like you deserve it? Okay, it didn't hit me immediately, but I kinda, it started to get the wheels turning. Later on in the day, I had a conversation with a friend and I shared it with her. And the very first thing she said to me was, do you feel like you deserve it? So that's kind of what I wanted to share with you guys today. And this is a, a ongoing issue for me. This is something that I'm currently dealing with and it is very real life. Um, you know, this isn't some shit I'm just making up for the podcast to seem cool. This is actually an opportunity, um, you know, if you have a story to share, I would love to hear it. Any advice that you have, I would love to hear it. I learn mostly through people um, in their experiences. So, you know, it definitely would be a good look for me. But um, I really want to explore that. You know, this feeling of not deserving amazing things that are happening. I have, you know, I've been dealt some pretty crappy cards, like a lot of us have, you know, I'm not exclusive to any sorrow in the world. Um, but, you know, as you know, I've overcome or am overcoming. Some people say you never are truly recovered, but, um, you know, I've been recovering from alcohol. Um, alcoholism. I've been sober for four years and um, I've had just certain things in my life that haven't gone exactly the way that I thought, you know. I didn't ask to become an alcoholic. It destroyed, it took about, you know, maybe seven solid years from me, but longer than that if I'm really keeping it real. Um, such a Such a drain on my life. I feel like I wasted so much time being consumed with that drug of alcohol but um you know even dealing with being gay and I, you know nobody actually wants to be gay it's not something I was like excited about it was something that I just was like damn I gotta deal with this I'm a black woman you know like I'm black I'm a woman you know all these other things and and gay um so I say that to say this I'm not used to having waves of receiving. I'm not used to things going my way back to back to back. I'm used to a struggle. And I mean a struggle just to get even, you know, just to get on the same even playing field as other people. Um, I'm used to having to fight for everything that I, you know, that I need or that I want. I didn't, you know, grow up with a silver spoon in my, you know, in my mouth. I don't come from money. Everything that I currently have, I have because I got it. Um, you know, I'm just not used to the the good things that have been happening, which is like crazy to say, but I say that because I know that some people can relate to that. I know that some of us when amazing things happen back to back, we're slightly thinking, oh shit, when's this gonna F up? 
or what's around the corner or, you know, who should I be watching out for? Or this can't be that like, this is too good to be true. And I just, um, you know, if I can share anything in with me talking about this more today was the first day that I shared this with in a real way I've mentioned it to people you know I've been getting anxiety in the morning it's like the weirdest thing but I haven't really expanded on that I keep a lot of things you know at a distance and I like to handle things on my own but the advice that I've been getting today is as black women as as a woman in general actually as a woman in general We are so used to doing for others and we're actually even raised in that way. We're raised to do for others, you know, as a way of life that when things start to happen for us or when we encounter situations or people that are giving and pouring into us, it almost feels foreign. It almost feels like you don't deserve it because you're so used to the fight. You're so used to having to, you know, finagle things and, oh, if I move this here and do this, then I can get it. Oh, well, you know, if I take this class and do this, then I can get it. But for things to just kind of fall in your lap, you know, we're not used to that, even though nothing truly falls in your lap. If I'm being very honest with myself, I've been preparing myself for the position that I'm in right now all of my life. If I look back on the things that I've done, I've been doing what I'm currently doing now for pleasure all of my life. I'm now in digital media, but I never thought that I would be able to do that because I didn't go to film school. I didn't go to art school. I didn't go to, you know, graphic design or anything like that. I've self-taught myself just because I wanted to do it. You know, I... I wanted to have little web series and things like that. So I started a little small media company. I collaborated with a bunch of people. I started putting on web shows. I wanted to start putting out podcasts and things like that. So I contacted people who said they wanted to have podcasts. I helped them create the logo, the theme, the this, the that. And I did that a couple of times. I only was able to air one. But these are the things that I've been doing all of these years for pleasure. And now I'm doing it and I'm getting paid for it, but I'm having waves of anxiety in the morning because for some reason, my brain can't catch up to, you know, where I'm at. And it's the craziest thing ever. So um, I just mostly, I didn't want to get too deep. Well, I do want to get deep into this, but I want to more so leave it as an open-ended for you. Where are we in our lives feeling like we don't deserve the goodness that is being served to us. Where do we stop ourselves from receiving from other people? You know, are you kind of like me where it's like, oh, I'm good, don't worry about it. No, I got it, you know, knowing that, yeah, you could use the help, but you would be the first person to offer help to anybody. But when it comes to you, you don't like to accept help because you don't want to be disappointed because you're not used to receiving. And I challenge us to share our stories, share them with me for sure. Leave it in the comments, send me a personal message, um, you know, a DM on Instagram, you guys got all my stuff. 
Um, and if you don't have it, it's in the, um, the summary of this video or podcast, wherever you're listening. Um, hit me up. Let me know. Have you had experiences where, you know, everything's been going your way? But for some reason, you just have these pangs of, of doubt. You're, you're experiencing, you know, um, anxiety because of it. You're not able to make the next step because you're waiting for a shoe to drop. You think that it's too good to be true. You know, I know from some of my straight girlfriends when they talk about, you know, certain guys and it's like some of my friends, um, especially in the past when I was younger, not so much now, but some of my friends, they would date these just terrible shitty guys. And then when a really decent guy came along, they fucked it up. Even though they were great people, they screwed it up. Or, oh, I can't get with him. He too corny. Oh, I can't get with him. You know, I need a little edge. But motherfucker, <laughs> you got an edge so bad with your ex, he damn near stabbed you. So what, you know what I mean? It's like, we have to come to a place where we are comfortable receiving the good things, the, the great things that God is trying to provide for us, the great things that the universe wants to provide for us. We can't be doing affirmations and be asking for this and that. And then when we get it, it's like, oh, wait, imposter syndrome. Oh man, I'm faking it. This, is this, this isn't really real. These people don't really know. Like, do they think I'm this? Do they think I'm that? No, you are in the position that you're in because you're supposed to be there. There aren't any mistakes. God doesn't make any mistakes. So I say that to you, but I'm saying it to myself and I have to continue to say it to myself. I deserve it. I've put in my work. I do, um, you know, I have been of service for many years. I have definitely been the person who's kept my head down, tried to help, you know, went to work, did all the right things, try to do everything that, you know, is like in the box, you know, checking off the boxes, making sure everything is right. I deserve it. And even if I don't know all the reasons why I deserve it, it's in my life and it's what I prayed for. So again, I'm saying that to you to say to myself, but I definitely, you know, any stories that you have, any advice that you have to me um, of how you overcome some, you know, anxieties or if you've ever felt like you've had imposter syndrome or if you feel like great things are happening, but why do I have this feeling, you know, share that with me. Definitely share that with me. And if you're real brave, I'm definitely always open to have you know, recorded interviews with anyone. So I'm going to open this up to everybody. If you know someone who is currently experiencing some pretty severe anxiety or has experienced anxiety in the past and been able to get over it, or at least, you know, get it down to a reasonable, um, you know, level, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a psychologist, so, you know, work with me here. But um, yeah, if you know someone who's experienced anxiety and has found ways to, you know, cope with it, if you know someone who, or yourself, if you've experienced imposter syndrome and, you know, you landed an amazing opportunity and now you're like, oh, wait a second, you know, am I, am I good enough to be here? You know, 
definitely share that with me. Spicypecanpodcast at gmail.com. I am always, always open to hear from you. Um, But even aside from that, I definitely am recruiting for interviews. I'm looking for compelling stories. And this is an open-ended thing. If you know someone who has a really compelling story that can help people, that would be able to open people's eyes to a certain topic or, um, you know, an area of life, definitely let me know, especially if it's something that's going to push culture forward. If it's going to help women, if it's going to help black women specifically, if it's going to help minority women specifically, I want to know about it. Um, so listen, you know, I didn't want to have too long of an episode this week. I just wanted to really share that with you guys. And I appreciate you keeping this a safe space to me or for me, um, to be open and honest and really share what I'm going through. I appreciate it. Listen, guys, make sure you check me out next week. We have amazing shows coming up as usual. Make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're liking the episode and also share the episode or a past episode if it's one that you really liked. I'm, we're still growing the show and you know I do that with you. So any assistance you can give, the better. If you think you you know this is relevant to someone, tag them on the episode. Share it with them on your Facebook page. I always appreciate it. Listen guys, thank you so much for viewing. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Spicy Pecan Podcast. This is a wonderful new media production.